Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive & June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive & June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to the NXT Review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Deadly Boys of What Culture to review last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review the show formerly known as NXT, but Pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete with a quiz, of course, on WrestleCulture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look back on last night's episode of NXT and major developments on the road to NXT Battleground. You're grounded! Battlegrounded! What more? Oh, God. Yep, all of that. Um... Regular listeners who typically listen to our podcast in order will note that today we've had to mix the schedule up um, due to the like changing landscape of pro wrestling. That being NXT is loads better than AEW now, and it's got the plum spot in the afternoon. I'm of course joking. It's upfront stuff, so we tried to get across that. That's why we're doing this, this afternoon. You didn't. You just had a meeting, then it would have been too late to release the AEW preview. Uh, we're trying to capitalise on the most listens. Right before we started <laughs> recording. Wilborn made the point that it feels a bit weird to be talking about NXT in the afternoon. Mm. I agree with that. Partly because I've, I've forgotten. Already started to forget what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Normally, well, like, a little, oh, yeah, well, like, what did you think of it as a show overall? Like, still got the vibe of watching it in the morning. That has completely dissolved. It disappeared with my dinner earlier on. <laughs> uh, so, this recap that you give is going to be as exciting as it was watching some <laughs> of the show, with the exception of a series of vignettes that me and Sidgwick have already rewatched together this <laughs> morning in the office. Yeah, just to echo what Hamlet said. I watch this primarily for bollocks because not only can I get great wrestling anywhere, I could really start getting into stardom. I could be less casual with my watching of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I no longer watch WWE television shows for good wrestling. Sick of it. I watch it for bollocks. I watch it to laugh at it. And there was something on the show that was, well, one way of putting it is, oh, <laughs> very entertaining. Show long hook of voluntary. It's a show long <laughs> by the looks of it. <laughs> Vol- voluntary torture porn. Uh, uh, just it anyway. was me thinking it was Fallon Henley that was top shelf. <laughs> Get it because she has a bar. Yeah, yeah, See what yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have a love life anymore. Apparently, so well, yeah. I had such scorn. Yeah, when they were just cutting back to like, oh, here's so and so, and they're helping Hank and Tank, and I was like, I love Hank and Tank, but. Oh. He's going to get his end away. That's all I care about. And they just moved on, and I was like, oh, Keanu James doing something. Maybe, I don't know, just 
How come he can't finish the story? <laughs> he should finish, you know. Yeah. Like, he should come. Nobody can end up to be apart from Elia Jack and Yeah, no. <laughs> he clearly finished last night. Um, <laughs> little spog red. So let's start at the beginning of this show. Uh, it was, of course, the uh, NXT Women's Championship tournament, the other side of the bracket. What side? Easy. <laughs> oh, that was on telly last night, and I kept saying it, and Anne Louise was furious. <laughs> Charlotte said it the other day. I can't yeah. remember the context. I've got Josh doing it as well. Like, we're about to cross. Like, he'll be waiting for the green man. Can I go? The other side. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's brilliant. I think she was other people cr- hate it. It's so weird. I think she was rather cruelly telling me that I had to go onto the other side of the couch because <laughs> she's just the boss. And I went, okay, I'll go on the other side. And she just didn't say anything. <laughs> no, sold it. Uh, it was Cora Jade versus Fallon Henley. We, we all thought what could have been. Because, of course, last yeah. week was potentially Keanu James making it to the semis, but we're not allowed nice things anymore, apparently. That sound a bit like... In 2023, saying, you know what, the, the, uh, Bray Wyatt might get over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we sound completely deluded. We need to put a stop to this once and for all. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was Cora Jade versus versus Fallon Henley. Um, Cora Jade targeting the knee, kicking the leg out of Fenley, Fenley? Fallon Henley's leg. Uh, Henley made a comeback, though, countered that DDT finisher of uh, Jade's. Hit a shining wizard, but... Because of the leg, can't make a cover. Uh, and then when she goes to do that, Jade rolls to the outside. Um, <laughs> but it's a classic heel trick. She comes back in as Fenley. Fallon Henley goes out after She's her. Fenley and she loves to fight. Cora <laughs> uh, Jade, chop block, hits that DDT. One, two, three. And then afterwards, there's Bird Person to stare off with her. Um, course, because they'll be uh, competing in the semi-finals next yeah, week. It's just like passionless and competent, wasn't it? Like, Cora Jade is a marginally better heel, marginally more convincing heel than she was a babyface, because they just told her to skateboard and she couldn't. <laughs> so that was always like, there was always a nervousness behind the eyes. It was like, oh, what if I fall off this skateboard? Can I just not skateboard? Um, so she doesn't have that now that she's a heel. But I'm not seeing that much beyond like nicking the odd CM Punk and AJ Lee spots to show that she's like in awe of those two, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, I'm not seeing much character development in ring. So these matches, I just think it's hard to feel anything. For Fallon Henley, the same, actually. Like Fallon Henley's pretty competent. These are not one of these NXT developmental quality matches. This was a cut above that, but not by much. No, I'm watching this. And again, I, I've said this before. I get like guilty when I don't have anything insightful or analytical to say about a pro wrestling thing, because I consider that my job. My job isn't to say, this is good, <laughs> this is great, or, you know, what? that your opinion is bad. Here's the real thing, even though it's obvious. Like, something's happening here. Yeah. It's, uh, it at times feels like you are assessing someone's ability to assemble IKEA furniture. <laughs> you followed instructions and you've made something that I can see literally produced in a literal factory. Well done. <laughs> uh, you didn't drop the screwdriver too often. You didn't have to check the instructions that much and you just kind of made it. And so you can, you're going to make another one next week and it's better than the one and you were faster doing it than the one you did a year ago. 
still just making IKEA furniture in a factory. It's a literal factory with a literal instruction manual, and it's just becoming harder and harder to come up with these analogies to tell you the same thing. I will say, I watched this match, and even by the standards of, ah, it's wrestling happening in front of me, and it's the same pace, and it's the same structure, and all the rest of it. Even by the standards of this, I was watching it thinking, well, I know what the finish is. We quite like the baby face. How do we give the baby face we quite like an out? All right, she can sell a leg all the way through. And I know she's going to lose, but it's like, they're meant to think of me, intended audience, 19-year-old cool guy in the demographic. They're meant to make me think, man, if it weren't for a leg, she might have won. I still believe in her. Crap. In your IKEA analogy, does that mean that the vignettes are like either the restaurant or the cafe because they're trash but class? Yeah, yeah. Like the meatballs, yes. the meatballs and chips in IKEA are awesome, and that yeah. restaurant in the middle, or the hot dogs at the end. Oof! I mean, they're made of shoe leather, but they're unbelievable. <laughs> you go past the same furniture, and I love IKEA. Yeah, in much the same way as I love NXT. I'm a fan of IKEA. And you go through, and it's like, all right, okay, there's a bed. That bed looks similar to that bed, and that's so common that you see it everywhere else and then oh my god there's a bag of dimes yeah, yeah. and i love a bag of dimes cinnamon buns what dimes. Bags of dimes. <laughs> tell you what though much like the uh take this analogy way too far <laughs> much like the conclusion to the um kiana james and brooks jensen storyline you've had um the fizzy coca-cola flavored like fish things Oh, no. Yeah. It's uh, not that good. Swedish fish, I think they call it, aren't they? But there's a cola yeah. flavour and... Uh, no? Not for you. Well, I, I love a fizzy cola bottle. It's the best sweet of all time. Yeah. Do you have the lingonberry pop? Oh, that's really good. No. Yeah. Get yourself a fizzy lingonberry drink in the cafe bit in the middle. Ooh. It's good stuff. Free refills if you remember the Ikea family. <laughs> Do you are? We lost our card several years ago, but we <laughs> took a picture of the barcode on a phone, on, a, on our phone, and we can't get rid of the picture because that gets us our discount. Free coffee. Nice. Oh, decent. Sometimes we go to Ikea just to go to the restaurant when we dish the kids. <laughs> Not even to buy furniture. It's cheap, and it's free, and there's a lot of it. And I like walking around it. Yeah. It's nice. Love Ikea, me. Me too. Always fell in love with it. I think it was like when you the were young. The Metro Centre at night. Yeah, oh, I love the Metro Centre at night. The Metro Centre at night. I love the Metro Centre at night. Yes. Ideally without kids, but <laughs> like even with kids, it's, just, it's so relaxed. It's, it like sounds different. Yeah. It's airier. You know, like it's quite sort of stuffy on a Saturday mm. afternoon. It's not like you just like the little wear of the air condition. The temperature is just right. That like all the food smells from the various restaurants have like space to breathe. So they kind of like there's a different aroma mm -hmm. in every bit of it. The shops are just a bit emptier. Love the Metro Center at night. The Metro you come Center outside and there's like night. dusky cool things oh. as you're walking into the car park. Yeah. Should we go to the Metro Center, lads? Yeah, the Metro I Center. I want to go at night. I want to go on that, the, the bit, the three of us, where, you know, it's mainly for kids, but I've seen adults doing it and I've made the protestation to Annalise that I should probably have a go. I don't know what it's called. It's where the clip and climb thing is, mm -hmm. but it's that thing that you just, the kid just holds on and slowly gets lifted in the air on that big slide. And it's just the game is. How high you can you get? Or once you got to the top, how long can you hold on? For? <laughs> and it's great. Sure, we'll take you. 
That's it's it's like, Lee Metroland. So well. It's named Montezumas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a soft play called Montezuma, which if you say it in Geordie, Montezumas. <laughs> Shout out if he still works there. He probably doesn't. It was several years ago and he was a teenager to the um, lad that worked at the Metro Centre soft play who listened to this podcast. Did he? <laughs> he told yeah. me that day. I was really pleased with that. When we went to the soft play and Charlie, was it Olaf he really liked? Or who was it? There was a, there was a kid's TV character. Yeah, Olaf absolutely Frozen. Yeah, like, the, the the characters are soft players and never like Disney quality. It's just like the found one off at the back of the truck. But because it's in the context of soft play, kids go mad for it, yeah. don't they? Like absolutely insane for it. What are you doing? <laughs> you turn up at soft play with Olaf from Frozen. Oh, it's like, and they're just like the the soft player's own brand characters. Oh, it's John the Dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think it was Peppa Pig? <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, the women's roster are watching this backstage, and they go, oh, bloody hell, thought Farland only had that one. Keanu James goes, nah. And I thought, well, maybe there's a chance. Oh, stop it, man. Stop dropping bread crumbs. You're like Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, and uh, the Hale's like, well, you, you got eliminated last week. I thought, oh, oh, my God, she's, she's going to attack someone and t- take their place. No. Um, she just says, you're a pathetic child, Thea Hale. Aww. And uh, Thea say, well, I should have been in the tournament, actually. Challenges Kiana. Uh, who's like, they need a permission slip. And she asks Duke Hudson, who's there grading papers, and he's like, yeah, do whatever you want. <laughs> I, love I love he's already worn down by being... <laughs> he's worked so hard to take over Chase you from the inside. This evil scheme. Yeah. Where he's got to be the biggest baby face in order to do the most evil possible thing. And the admins defeated him. Bloody hell, what did I do this for? <laughs> this, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> It's almost like I should just be a wrestler because yeah. it's my job. It's much easier when I was a, checks notes, poker player? He's found yet another thing he's objectively terrible at. That is his thing. Wesley and Tyler... Set up a match for later on. Wesley and Tyler Beat are meditating in a room. Well, it almost looked like uh, Matt Riddle had uh, been in that room, Sige. <sighs> Stand already. Anyway. Incense sticks, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, In comes... <laughs> Who kicked the crap out of them. And then Joe Gacy says, this charade of a friendship is based on lies and will burn out. And he slams Wesley's head against the lockers as Ava, she hasn't got a surname, she's the Rock's daughter, just uh, looks on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, here comes the NXT champion. Wesley later on was a proper knobhead. We'll get to that. <laughs> I can't believe we would do that. Why? with the take on old comers guy and he's been staring at the fucking thing for like six weeks I can't believe you've done this (laughs) anyway Mello and Trick pull up in a snazzy car and they walk through the back and as they're walking through the back there's Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak and they go get the f*** out of the way lads (laughs) Uh, don't care if you've dropped your tag match or whatever Um, and uh, Mello says last week my boy defended my honour he brought it to Bron Breaker um, but afterwards Brod said he wanted to send a message well Says Mello, message received. Um, I know this isn't the same Bron from Stand and Deliver. I'm not the same Carmelo Hayes in an NXT battleground. You're in my yard, where he's from. And in my yard, I don't bark, I bite. And he calls out Bron Breaker. And here comes Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak. Um, And they say, oh, your sitting's gone on too long. You disrespected us by just doing what you did as you walk into the ring. Um, Unlike... Uh, you two are flashes in the ring, says Gulak. Uh, there's chance of w- there's chance of uh, Willie uh, Wonka 
and uh, Mellow says, uh, well, when you ch- when they chant, they chant that when you're in here, when I'm in here, they chant Mellow, please say it now. Mellow, Mellow. Uh, Trick says... Charlie, Charlie Dempsey in the chocolate factory. Yeah, <laughs> it does look like... Uh, what's he called? Uh, Gene, Gene Wilder. Wilder. Gene Wilder. Yeah. yeah. Gene Wilder Listen, Noddy Holder. if he was running the chocolate factory, he'd be the absolute best. The absolute best. <laughs> That's the thing in this business, son. You can't just have one trade. You've got to be wrestling in the daytime, chocolate factory by night. <laughs> you want to be running around like one of them bloody umpa lumpers. I did that once on a row from Las Vegas. It went down a storm with a big man. And the punters. And the punters. They bloody loved it. <laughs> I was selling William Regal chocolate bars outside the back of a truck for six weeks with the Hedner brothers. They disappeared soon after. <laughs> He's a... Uh, yeah, Everlast- tri- everlasting gobstopper. <laughs> That's me with Paul Levesque, that is. <laughs> I'm always licking his ass. <laughs> I'm always licking his ass to keep my job. <laughs> always kissing that ass. I needed a bloody gobstopper in AW. I never shut the f*** up. You've got to give the people... What they're expecting, so make sure the snozberries taste like snozberries. Trick says, Oh, Mr. Gulak, Mr. Charlie, on the chocolate factory. <laughs> Since we're waiting on Mr. Big Bad Booty Breakout, let's have a bit of knuckle fight then. Uh, and Gulak tries to take a cheap shot, but they get sent out of the ring by Trick and Mello. Mello is going to be the heel when him and Trick eventually split but I'm not so sure that's their intent. <laughs> just tricks more likable now that Mello's the babyface world champion. Yeah. Especially by the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. What's the babyface? We were talking about Taker, weren't we, earlier? Yeah. That's a babyface movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how they're going to get to trick as the babyface when these two split is by inadvertently making Mello like, less likable than when he was a heel. Oh, good dear. stuff. <laughs> it's how they it's ten- good stuff. It's how they tend to do this. Yeah. Um, then we get our first of numerous uh, vignettes from uh, Dijak. <laughs> he says, <laughs> Ilya last week found out I'm the judge, jury, and, and he, before he can finish, Ilya's found his weird little room that he sits in to cut these. He says, I, he says, I want you to break me. I'm unbreakable, me. Um, Dijak says, you enjoy pain. I enjoy inflicting it. Ilya says, pain's inevitable. Dear Dijak says, I'll break you. <laughs> he says, I might see you try. <laughs> this is absolutely pa- weird tag team performance. This Alex, is oh. absolutely pathetic. It could not be more of a joke. Who watched this and thought it was cinema? Like uh, several dickheads on Twitter, probably. Yeah. But my God, this was so bad. Should we talk about it all now? Yeah, we might as well do it all now. Yeah, we kept going back. And this, in summary, Dijak would go, I'd enough. And you'd say, no. There was all these, like, close-ups of an agonized dragon off, like, sweating and going... Oh. It was pretty hot. <laughs> and, like, grunting and sweating and, like, sort of the camera was going in and out of focus to sort of reflect <laughs> his... POV shot was that, by the way? Because Dragunov was, like, he was one all dazed and confused, but we were seeing him through some sort of blurred vision. Yeah. So, because Dijak just not have his contacts in or something. <laughs> yeah, the end, the end one... Uh, he says, I told you I'd break any man. And uh, Ilya says, I'm still standing. And Dijak's a little smirk. I'm still standing. It's the worst delivery of that line since Elton John in the pandemic. <laughs> 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 
There's a little grin at the camera. It's like, do you know that you're doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know, you take the piss out of this whole world in this garden that is a bigger space they than most people have been to with this performance. It's a little basketball that hasn't been touched in seven years. Uh, anything more you want to say about these? Like, ridiculous? last man standing match at Battleground, followed by super intense tag team. Yeah. I kind of can't wait for these two when they finally realise they're better together than they were apart. <laughs> poor, poor Tank's going to lose all of his teeth in their match. <laughs> Just dragon. What do what do you do if you're really a dragon off? Because like you just you want to go to work and you want to, but you want to win championships in wrestling. But you're so goddamn turned on by getting beaten up that you'd rather lose than win. Yeah, what a difficult situation he finds himself in. <laughs> yeah, how do you book it, dragon off? Dijak can never come in for the hot tag because he's just like, no, I'll keep, I'll keep going on with the beatdown, actually, if anything. Yeah, they've got the <laughs> longest matches of all time. It's like, come on, like, you've had enough time. I'm still standing. It's the opposite of a hot tag because then he just is gone off it now. Like, it's like eight hours later. Lost interest. He just loses, he just passes out after eight hours and then these matches just sort of end. They'll lose every, <laughs> sing, they'll lose every single one of them. Because <laughs> he just will not do the hot tag. <laughs> Brooks Brooks Jensen's looking on. He's like, is that six? <laughs> Is that that type of sting had? You know, tantric sort of wrestling? <laughs> well, you meant the wrestler sting uh, Yeah. That's what he was doing up in the rafters <laughs> all the weeks. <laughs> tantric sex by himself. No <laughs> wonder he didn't come and interfere. He was just coming. Sting's coming. And later he's going to uh, run yeah. in. <laughs> uh, Danny Palmer got attacked by that mysterious person at the house show. Who could it possibly be? Not Indy Hartwell. <laughs> I've got a clue of the. No, I do like the Mandy Rose fantasy booking from the fantasists based on how much she's making online and doesn't need wrestling yes. anymore. But I do enjoy that idea. We've got to get Toxic Attraction bed together. No, I like the idea. She's just beating people up and they're like, oh, do you want to come back then? No. Of course not. Have they got somebody or not? Are they just winging it now? Like, I think they, I guarantee they're just trying to fill time each week to give themselves enough time to recap all the footage and go, okay, who, who feasibly could it be? Who wasn't like. They did the big shot, didn't they? Where yeah. like everybody was there, and I mean, it's India Hartwell. <laughs> That's just ruined everything. Oh, cool! My uh, world champion just had his head shaved. Guess that's the thing now. <laughs> it's just basically that, but now in NXT. Um, I really enjoyed what came next because uh, it was the Creed Brothers versus the Giant. Um, Creed Brothers have got a new spot where they. I think they've done it before, but they did it for a lot longer, it felt like, in this match. They had Robbie Fowler up uh, for that vertical suplex. They just kept swapping him back and yeah. forth between the two of them uh, and eventually nailed him with the uh, vertical suplex. Um, but uh, Mick Jagger and, and Robbie Fowler made their comeback, knocked Brutus off the ropes, hit a flatliner. Um, Mick Jagger put, I think it was uh, Julius, in the Koji clutch. Uh, uh, Fowler's putting some kicks in. Julius manages to escape and hits a spine buster. Uh, when we come back from the break, there's the hot tag to Brutus who just wrecks everyone. He knocks, he does this spot where he knocks Robbie Fowler over, then suplexes him and at the same time pins Mick Jagger, which was cool. Um, there's a double down after a clothesline. Um, Julius and uh, Mick Jagger hit stereo 450s. Um, they go back and forth. Mick Jagger reverses a powerbomb into a DDT. Um, Robbie Fowler's on the outside selling, where, of course, Ava, no surname, she's the Rock's daughter, and uh, Ivy Nyla there. Robbie Fowler grabs Ivy's leg, um, 
but it's all a ploy to distract her so Ava can attack Ivy now. But Niall reverses, uh, puts her in a dragon sleeper. Brutus jumps off the, the apron with that awesome cannonball that he does into Robbie Fowler. And Julius Creed hits that sliding lariat of his on Mick Jagger and gets the one, two, three. After what we're about to talk about, because I'll get confused otherwise, um, the Creeds come to the announce desk, get on the headset and say, well, seeing as what's happened with the family, uh, let's have a tag title match. Uh, Gallus, NXT Battleground. You grounded! Battleground! <laughs> Shout out to Jay Fraser, by the way, on Twitter for sending us that image today. Yep, thank yeah, thank you. Really I really enjoyed this match. This match was almost great. Yeah. That's how good it was. Um, Sidra's got a better memory for this than I have. Can you remember a Young Bucks match? Because it feels like it must be a stolen spot where opponents have done stereo 450s in like a, can you top this challenge? Mine's going to get a pin before yours does. Because I thought that was really cool and I couldn't. It was at All Out 2019, Escalera de la Muerte. <sighs> the thread, the storyline thread was the fact that the brother, each set of brothers obviously has this insane chemistry. And who was the better brother team? Who was the more exciting mm. team? Who was the most demented team? Who was most willing to, to take all of these risks? And then they do this thread where they are each staring at each other at opposite sides of the ring, challenging each other to do the spot better. And it's like every great wrestling match has this moment where it feels like the two performers of the four performers like you cannot separate them mm. in terms of quality and who's going to win. And that was such a neat twist on that idea. And I love so much that they've ripped it off wholesale. <laughs> and a WWE product has basically said Young Bucks better. <laughs> yeah. And the anti-Young Bucks stands will never, ever admit that. So obviously this had its influences. That's fine. The Young Bucks are the best tag team of all time. Architects of modern wrestling. So you're going to, you know, steal, steal from the best. But even in spite of this thievery mm. <laughs> this is really hot and i was mad into it yeah and i'd love to see them run it back without the trappings of the schism you're right and you're getting what you want they are 100 percent trying to convince them to stay with booking like they know they're <laughs> leaving and it's only taken three years and they're trying to tease them into staying by basically offering them the matches they want and the gradually like erosion of these characters that they clearly hate and want shot of themselves anyway mm. um thingy uh, what I was trying to remember his proper name rather than Mick Jagger, and I can't, which is terrible. James Drake. James Drake. James thank Drake. You. Even updating his gear as yet another step away, which is clearly what they're doing. I can't believe they're doing it, and yet I completely can. We got like what four or five months left. It's like Shawn Michaels has challenged himself. Yeah. Or Triple H has said, Shawn, you can keep him. Yeah, I yeah. don't care fundamentally if you don't, but just just try. I, I, like we'll have a steak dinner on it. Like, I'll buy you a steak dinner if you can keep them. Yeah. Keep those marks, like, on the payroll. Yeah. And it's it's happening in front of us. This was another great week for them. They've had, like, they're that good match against Gallus. Mm-hmm. Right? I want a bloody roll. The class fight. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Right. Uh, what followed uh, was a trip to <coughs> Tony D's restaurant, which went down yesterday. Um, I wasn't here, of course, because of my uh, ankle injury playing football, and I subsequently discovered, on listening back to yesterday's podcast, no stacks on the pod. Mm. I thought it was a bit weird, um, but then I realised that, obviously, he had dinner plans, and normally, timing-wise, he can make this work. He just couldn't make it work, clearly, yesterday. We're having to get back for that dinner with Tony, because that's where dinner. this came from. Yeah. Big dinner. That completely <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we go to the Italian restaurant. There's Stacks. There's Tony D uh, and Stacks. There's. Have you ever specified that it's an Italian restaurant? Uh, at the flag on the the uh, okay billboard. <laughs> That's enough. Um, Stacks says murder Italian right now. Ooh, yeah. Joe Coffee threatening the dawn. Who does he think he is? Terrible. Tony D says, "Oh, he'll get his." And gals will get theirs when we take their tag titles. Stacks hey, yeah, if we get our chance, boys. Tony says, oh, don't play ball. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Stacks gets a phone call. Hey, Paulie. Don, I got to take this. There's a delay in the shipment at the docks. Paulie, you tell those boys in the corner. That's him walking away. <laughs> okay, yeah, I got it. I got it. What was your degree in? <laughs> Theatre and performance Indeed It does show Oh that's my boy Always handling business And uh, then two detectives show up And we know they're One official just look like a mob boss <laughs> <laughs> You tell they're official Because they both got badges um, And he says Oh look officers I already made a very generous donation To the foundation uh, well, That's Corrupt. also a crime Tony yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is the worst <laughs> time to on <laughs> Uh, but they need him to come down to the station. There are a couple of ongoing criminal investigations. Only a couple. Yeah. Uh, Tony D says, oh, investigations into what? Uh, it's <laughs> criminal acts that Tony's name is apparently associated with. Criminal acts, huh? I know how this goes. And he slams his, he eats a bit of his food and slams down his napkin. This better be legit. I'm missing my meal. 
You know what's interesting here? Two conspiracy theories about where the story is going. One, Stacks picking up that call mm. was the cue to get him away from the scene, right? And maybe he could be in coots with the feds. Mm. He could be the rat. Or... God, do you think he's wearing a wire? Do you think we should do some kind of test if he comes back? <laughs> buy him down. I'm going to buy him down when he comes fast. Or, or... Tony D is escorted off the premises by the detectives, the feds. Mm. Okay? 5 mm -hmm. When... Stax arrives at the dinner scene, okay? He is told what has just happened by one of the, the service staff mm -hmm. members, okay? Tony doesn't know that a member of staff has informed Stax where he's gone. Uh-huh. What if... What's the expression? Flip. Mm. Ooh. What if Tony D flips... And becomes an informant, oh, a rat, and Stax has an inkling about this because he's been told, well, hang on, if you're not telling me where you've been and you're lying about this, what else are you lying about now? Yeah, tension grows between them. Yeah. As it does in these situations. We've been led to believe, by the way, they're dramatizing television and film. A third thing that I was thinking about, NXT has been able to saddle Gallus with yet another heroic babyface trait, that of the grass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like the, as if we didn't love him enough already. Now they're shopping for the police. It's probably Gallus. Yeah. I like the idea of the, another alternative. Um, those two detectives looked pretty, they filled out those shirts. They weren't, you know, look at, what's the... What's we, didn't, we didn't see their heeds, did we? No. But the Tony D did, so... <laughs> What's uh, the Matthew McConaughey TV show? True Detective? Yeah. You know, he's quite gaunt in that. They didn't look anything like that. So I think we're going to get a new um, police officer slash detective tag team, but you never see their heads. So they've always got to shoot it just so they're, like, unrecognizable. What would they be called? Ooh. Decopitation. Oh, that's good. Very nice. Well played. Well played on that one. Nice work. Uh, yeah, so Stax comes back. What happened? Terrible. The, uh, the, the waitress says, oh, don't have a question then. Question Well, what? The murders, probably. <laughs> <laughs> the multiple crimes you broadcast. He storms off. He's gonna he's gonna break his boy out of prison, or he's gonna just go and see what they're doing anyway. I mean, I didn't expect them to be written out of the battleground tag team title match, so that was a surprise. Mm. Tony D getting arrested, less so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one was overdue. Overdue. I hope he gets away with it, but... I Maybe he can still get in the tag title match. He'd just be on parole. Can you compete for titles whilst you're out on parole? Can you commit crimes on the USA Network every Tuesday night? <laughs> the answer to both those questions is, yes, you're watching NXT. <laughs> I like the idea of them himself. I want, I'm kind of stepping on my own dick. Remind me, we'll talk about this on next week's preview. Oh, you're not here. I'll talk about it with Andy. Brilliant, that's going to be even better. But, uh, I hope he hasn't done any homework going yes. into this podcast. Yeah, it'll, I'll try it to do a little gimmick with that one, I think. Yeah. I'll introduce him to NXT. Two we'll truths and a lie. Yeah. Well, just all three are truths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All of them sound like lies. And uh, he goes like, uh, he's got his lawyer there. Well, looks like we're at a stalemate. What's your evidence? And they just drop the WWE Network. There it is. <laughs> completely... You shouldn't have taken a camera crew when you threw people into a lake, probably. Just as a reminder as well that there is pro wrestling 
and WWE on my pro wrestling show, typically AEW at this point. I never, ever want to see Smart Mark Sterling again in WWE. I need to meet Tony D's lawyer. Oh, like, like I, I need that. Yeah. Totally oh different. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me, everyone, because I'll definitely. Forget. <laughs> We're going to try. Me and Andy will try and guess the lawyer's name. That's going to be a game mm, for next yeah. week's show. Um, okay, uh, moving on. Yeah, guys. Hi, Stax. Hi, Stax. You're right. How, you right? You seem well, considering the circumstances. Oh, yeah. I, I watched a good movie. Can't guess what it was. Was it uh, Goodfellas? No, it was The Godfather. <laughs> Never seen that though. I might have to watch that on the way back. Oh, good fellas, the, it's see if the pilots got it. It'll change your life. It's, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it'll sort of prophesize yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Move over, Willie. Oh, sorry, Stack. Yeah, I've just got a bad ankle. Get the f out of the way, you <laughs> boy. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> Jeez. It literally happens to Dwight in the office. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Defending myself from <laughs> myself. Did uh, Stax have anything? It was Stax at the fireside game the other night. No, no, it was. Uh, yeah, oh, no, yeah. I just think he's probably done similar things in the past. That's yeah, all I know. Yeah, especially to people he doesn't like. Probably yeah. a flat track bully on the fireside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's speaking of? Uh, seeing as we're here and I've just witnessed this, I'm just off the top of my dick. Uh, what's the deal with injuries? Injuries. Uh, so what happens is that, um, particularly if you play sport, but they can arise from just general mundane everyday situations where if you're particularly unlucky or clumsy, um, it's where you get a um, a really painful blow to the body. You might have been tackled badly in five-a-side football or soccer, as you would refer to it oh. as, Dax. Um, you know, you could... Like, really, honestly, you could, like, crash your car and, like, get really injured. So it's basically just a um, a hurty body part for which, depending <laughs> depending on the seriousness of which, you might have a painkiller. You might just, you know, just think, ah, oh, it hurts, but I'll get over it. You might end up critically, seriously um, hurt in hospital and you would require emergency care. So that's what Tony D means when he says, uh, let's hope something bad happens to Gallus. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, done. You, well done. You know, I uh, I thought it was impossible to get injured. You, you, you hear about this? I thought it was impossible to get injured while jacking it. Uh, but I think I've pulled it off. <laughs> <laughs> three jokes, three questions, three jokes for you. It's sprained wankle. Where do you take someone who's been injured in a peekaboo accident? What do you want, somebody? Where do you take Where'd someone you take somebody? who's been injured in a peekaboo accident? It's not the hospital. No. <laughs> but it's probably a put on a hospital or a local medical facility. Local medical facility. Doctors. Hide. Peekaboo, hide and seek. You cover your eyes with peekaboo, don't you? Seeing Eye Doctor? A children's ward, because you'd have to be playing with children for that game to make sense. The Seeing Eye Doctor. Good, is that right? Where do you take someone who's been injured in a peekaboo accident to the ICU? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you have for joke question? Joke number two. What do you call Batman when he's injured? Huh? Batman. Oh, um... Uh. 
is his superhero. Yeah. The um the Dark Knight. Anything on that? He's injured. The Wait, what was the setup again? What do you call Batman when he's injured? It's like a put on Robin. Yeah. Sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> Batman and Sobbing. Um, what do you call him? Um, what was the, the protector of Gotham or something? I, I've, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you call Batman when he's injured? Bruised Wayne. Yeah, yeah, because okay. it's like an alter ego. Oh, I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, that sometimes path. people can play two roles at the same time. <laughs> really, can they? Start? Yeah, absolutely, Willie. Anyway, get away from the mic. Okay, not sure if this joke's gonna make it, but I'm gonna try it anyway, and I got it one in reserve. Okay, okay. okay. Where, which part of your body did you uh, did you injure, Willie? Oh, it was my uh, ankle. Funny you say that, Sitch. <laughs> what is better? Than being up to your ankles in whiskey, huh? Picture that. What is better than being up to up to your ankles in whiskey? Being up to your whiskers and ankles as they are near your face when you are penetrating a woman in a certain position. It's good. It's not right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to say it. What is better than being up to your ankles in whiskey? Being up to your balls in cider. It's the way I tell. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye, Stacks. Bye, Stacks. Thanks, Stacks. Three jokes. Three, Three jokes. jokes. Three jokes. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, run back to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm Dar. Welcomes us to the Supernova Sessions live from the moon. Um, he says, This is must see TV. It's the cream de la cream of WWE talk shows. Uh, it's low bar. Yeah, I know. It's never been a good one since the 80s. <laughs> Grayson Waller effect. Yeah, yeah. Granted. Piper's pit. Nothing. Peep, <laughs> Peep show was okay. Peep show, KO show, a highlight reel. Heartbreak, bloody loads of them. <laughs> but Grace and Wall Effect's coming on Friday mm-hmm. with AJ Styles, oh. which I've completely forgot those two have got history. A returning guest. In That's yeah. awesome. Um, AJ's not going to remember it, is he? <laughs> no. <laughs> nice to meet you. We've actually met before. No, 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 no. Um, he says his first guest, no, I'm Dodd, says this, uh, is a supposedly supreme athlete with his eyes on the Heritage Cup because he was carrying the Heritage Cup and he had it on the set. Uh, but he ain't going to get it. And here comes Dragon Lee. Uh, Dragon Lee comes down to the ring. Uh, and there's a big old sofa. But, of course, no one does, you know, that one. So you have to sit on the rickety wooden chair. Uh, says, uh, make yourself at home. Um, and then he says, oh, I've just realized I don't, you don't speak English. And he gets out the Speak Spanish Easy book. Uh, and Dragon Lee says, speak English better than you. And uh, no one does. Like, that's $20 wasted. And he hoys the book out of the way. Um, Dragon Lee says, look, it's not honor to be amongst these people, except you. Um, you don't give people respect. I come from a family that gives respect. My father taught me to respect my opponent. Uh, Noam Dar's like, we're not here to talk about your dad. <laughs> uh, you're a bona fide star in Mexico. Um, Lee's like, don't slag off my country. 
Mexican people have spirit and passion, just like everyone here in NXT. Oh, God, there's passion <laughs> stuff with NXT. <laughs> End my life. <laughs> Uh, Dar says, the passion pride Lee has for his heritage is the same I have for the Heritage Cup. Uh, Lee's like, oh, put the cup on the line then. It's so funny you were talking about heritage, Dragon. I know. <laughs> because. Um, and he explains very slowly uh, and condescendingly the rules of the Heritage Cup. Uh, you have to be a master of the game to understand there are procedures and po- protocols. This brings out Nathan Fraser. <laughs> Time for some hard hit. What was it? Hard, hard hitting home truths. That's it. Um, He's going to expose Dar as a massive fraud. Uh, a massive fraud. <laughs> I hate the way he talks. Yeah. <laughs> he calls Noam Dar calls for security. Uh, Fraser says, "Doesn't matter how many rules you make up, the cup has to be defended, just like any title. You don't get to choose how to defend it. And if it all goes wrong, why what don't gr- you? What a grass! Yeah, <laughs> I'll get Shawn Michaels. Second babyface grass on this yeah. episode. Yeah. He says, uh, "If it all goes wrong, why don't you give Alicia Fox a call?" Um, and Dar says, all right, fill out some forms. Um, but Dragon says, no, let's have a fight at Battleground. Uh, and basically Nathan Fraser baits him into accepting the challenge. Um, but just for interrupting, he's going to kick Nathan Fraser's ass next week. I, almost all of this was awful. I, uh, I don't mind them referencing history. But the idea that poor old Noam Dar as his only reference point for a character to come in and be like, I'm going to nail you with is a one-note joke from seven years ago that yeah. half the people won't have even seen because when the Cruiserweights came on Raw, the ratings went down. Yep. Or never watched 205 Live in the first place. It ups and downs for 205 Live for about four weeks, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aye. Then it just got any numbers, like. Yeah. Just, I, I summed the whole thing up for me. Like, and I, It was so boring to write. I bet, like... Right, this three-and-a-quarter-star Cruiserweight action felt stilted but mechanically well-worked. No one cared, and you feel like on another promotion's ring, it will be better. Next week, the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this was just lame, cheesy crap. Dragon, I find it quite funny when wrestlers have to integrate into the WWE system like this. Um, cynically so, because it could be terrible for their careers. We've seen countless ones fall when they shouldn't have done. But Dragon Lee being forced into the chat show format and having to sell for all the crap gags like the seat switch. Just awful. Nathan Frazier's entire character is now selling for the WWE system, effectively, because look at him. It's like it wasn't even charmingly garbage, which is what we get out of so much of the stuff on it. It wasn't even that. It was was trying to be funny rather than unknowingly dumb. And I just, I hated everybody in the ring pretty much by the end. Yeah, I hated everyone in the ring by the time it's finished. What a terrible, useless way to get Dragon Lee over. They've completely botched him, and you'll never, ever hear about that. Ever, because no one cares. Pisspot Cup as well. Couldn't look more like low rent, I could know. it? Who wants that? Looks like a ball ache to carry around. It's not <laughs> yeah. a title belt, is it? One of those images of Seth Rollins in the airport with the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> to walk around with that thing. It's not quite the most useless inanimate object from NXT UK, but it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> Altogether, that's Gallus. <laughs> uh, Ilya's in pain. Dijak says, have you had enough? And Ilya says, not even. I'm not cl- even close. Uh, <laughs> he looked at it. Dijak picks up a truncheon. <laughs> More of this later. Uh, Mackenzie Mitchell asks, asks JC Jane about her match with Roxanne Perez tonight. Uh, JC says, oh, I'm not confident at all. I don't even know why we're having the match. <laughs> Psych. Uh, in opposite land. Um, 
you'll have to need to ask better bloody questions when I'm women's champion, that's for sure. Um, Roxy's time's up. I wish I could have faced Shishi Dolene in the semi-finals, but she failed. So I'll just picture her face whilst I'm beating Roxanne up. I thought this was an absolutely fantastic promo. Oh, we left opposite land. Sorry. <laughs> um, rubbish. The exposition around Shishi Dolene is pathetic because that storyline was super serious in theory, yep. but they have trivialised it and made it complete nonsense, and we're going to get that last payoff match when none of the action between them has been that That's good. Been since she it's been actively terrible. She booted her head against the door, and that was where it peaked. Yeah. That was like this unsafe kick. Yeah, really dangerous. Like, where it peaked. Yeah. You yeah. think they were told to really calm down after that spot, and then that they is. took it to heart and just barely tried to work each other. But then they got the blood, and she was all like, corrupted by her own blood. Remember that? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, like those Nickelodeon animations, like a Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah. They like do a like fast zoom, and it's like, oh, that's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> the Jason Jane selling for her own blood. <laughs> you made me bleed my own blood, Nelson. Nelson dodgeball, mate. Yeah. Dodgeball. I thought it was Nelson Munson. Both better than Jason Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mello and Trick versus Charlie Dempsey, Drew Gulak. Um, it's the story of the high flying athletic baby faces. <laughs> God, care less. And, and uh, Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak trying to uh, wrestle him down to the ring, basically. Drew Gulak earlier on having the cheek to come out and say, We're entertaining for our wrestling. Are you? <laughs> Dempsey goes through a Boston tr- crab and gets flipped away. Williams hits a great jumping clothesline, but gets taken down by the leg. Carmelo Hayes gets the tag, cleans house, uh, and then he, spinning kick, nothing but net. One, two, three for uh, Melo on Dempsey. It was just there, this. Mm. It was all about the post-match. They are, they are 50-50 booking Carmelo Hayes, not in terms of wins and losses, but in terms of quality matches, because yeah. half, half of them are rubbish. Yeah. It's, he's existed, I guess. He's not the finished article, Melo, is he? No. He, he calls us Bron. He calls out Bron Breaker, uh, but Bron's not in the building. He's uh, on the Titantron. Um, and Bron appears and says, how do your ribs feel after last week? He's, he had him taped up with, like, Kinesio tape and what have you. Um, but you're going to have to wait a little bit longer before you get your hands on me because I've made a little pit stop and we zoom out and he's at the barber shop. <gasps> and everyone's looking a bit worried. I liked the extras. Like, I felt the tension in that room. Like, of them all being, oh, God, Bron's here. Oh, Bron's here, and he's got knee pat there. He's really edgy. He's very edgy. <laughs> yeah. he's, like an int- he's got that intense dickhead energy. Yeah. Loads of people on Twitter have got that. I'm going to start naming names. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just close down the app and just say, this one was the worst. This guy was the worst. This person was a toxic positivity engagement account with nothing of value to say, pretending that Mar Hardy's good. Come on, you can give it a rest sometimes. Somebody knock up the Michael Sidgwick addresses his enemy AW yeah. graphic now. Uh, oh, Thea Hale's really excited for a match tonight. She says, Duke, you ready to go to the ring? Uh, and he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, remember the match for later? And he says, oh, yeah, let's go then. I'll bring the grading of the papers with me. Like, Andre Chase is going to return. Not One's left of the show, it's like five to four. Not to take revenge on Duke Hudson for, like, if anything physical. It's going to just be to say, you've lost track of the grading. <laughs> My students are waiting for their papers to be returned and you missed several deadlines. I was busy doing a flippy German suplex that really pissed people <laughs> off on the internet. Mr. Chase. 
Um, no, I'm Dar is walking along, uh, having a chat to his uh, Heritage Cup when he walks into Lash Legends and uh, Miss Jackson is chatting to, to them and uh, he says, oh, do you watch, watch it? <laughs> she says, <laughs> she says, oh, talking about speaking of talk shows, you know, the, uh, the only one she was talking about is the uh, OG lashing out with Lash Legend. Oh, sorry, I meant to press. That was meant to be a theme tune for. Uh, That's meant to be bingo. Keanu James vs. Thea Hale. Hudson's grading papers at ringside. He doesn't pay any attention to this match. Neither did I. It's my memory is serving because I can't remember a thing. <laughs> she makes a bit of a rally to come back and looks to the corner for like a bit of support, and he's not paying her any attention, basically. Bloody swamped. She hit a high cross for a near fall. Um, James, cut her, James cut her off, though, hit that 401k finisher of hers and got the 1 2 3. Can't remember anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was, it was, I'm sure it was fine. Yeah, it was, yeah. Are we getting back to Keanu James trying to buy JSU? Oh, maybe because like it's really gone down the tube since Duke, Duke University took over the marking. Are they getting Ofsteded soon? Maybe. Yeah. There's a new character. Well, Ofsted. <laughs> Ofsted Inspector at JSU. Police officers, Austin inspectors. We've got loads. We've got gimmies coming out of our ears. Andre Chase coming back. It's like, it's been placed in f***ing special measures. <laughs> I feel sorry for the schools. It's really hard to get a good, I've got some teacher mates. It's really hard to get a good Ofsted rating. You know, they're really thorough and stuff. But like one of the ratings, and you should be proud of it, is good. Yeah. And you see signs sometimes, we're rated good. <laughs> good. <laughs> it looks like you've had like a bad inspection. <laughs> Uh, right, Tank- thanks, Austin. <laughs> Tank and Hank, I love these two. They're backstage checking out. So, so on it. <laughs> They're checking out Tank's new teeth because obviously one came out last week. And Briggs and Jensen walk up and say, "Hey, congratulations on your toughness." Us uh, <laughs> two beating the crap out of each other is the best thing that happened to them. And uh, Tank and Hank are like, that's a great idea. We should, <laughs> I we quite should, like this. Me too. We should just fight each other. They're dumb idiots. I love them. They're dumb idiots who don't grasp the context of why they fought and why it was good <laughs> that they needed to get out of the system. So, yeah, next this is week. stupid but funny. It's going to be Hank versus Tank in a bonding experience. Brilliant. I would love this. Yeah. A nice detail that that's what the Cowboys are now. Like they yeah. kinda, they've, they've got through that. Tooth fairy gimmick as well. We could have that. Someone could come in. Just keep following Tank around. Oh, another one. There we go. <laughs> the same one. You did. He, he's not. She just keeps getting richer and richer. Oh, yeah. come on, more, more money under my pillow. <laughs> tooth fairy's bought JCU. <laughs> he's the bought the bar. Carl James is tooth fairy. <laughs> oh my god. Tooth fairy's been attacking people in the car park. <laughs> Taking the teeth. Uh, where are we? Oh, oh yeah. Rock's daughter. Playing the role her father played. <laughs> Breadcrumbs. LTST. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Wesley and Tyler Bay. Oh, we see the beatdown that happened. Uh, Mackenzie's with them. Tyler Bay's still being looked at, uh, and he's got. Uh, well, he's waiting to get some ice for his elbow or something. Uh, and Wesley's like, actually, I'm not going to talk to you, Mackenzie. I'm going to go out there and talk to him. Uh, he says, stay tuned, and he heads out to the ring. Uh, and then we get a vignette of uh, Dabba Kato. He said, I came to NXT to get rid of Apollo Crews. Job done. Um, you know, t- he talks about the draft, but he says, I'm not going anywhere. I'm on the hunt, and every NXT star is my prey. And then. Eric Victory, innit? Apollo Crews got promoted. <laughs> yeah, take that. 
He's having the best time. I saw like a uh, WWE.com exclusive. He's like, I'm so happy to be back on the main roster. Okay, like, yeah, we're talking just... about hunting on Raw. Ah, who was hunting? Was it Cordian Brock? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, a thing this week. Shawn Michaels hunts, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Innocent, Small defenseless animals. Innocent animals, yeah. Sport. Yeah. Dead downwind. Is that, is that his thing? He's, I remember he, it's when he came back to be like, I'm in a really bad film. If you want to watch this, he had a cap that said dead downwind. I thought, ooh, I suppose that must mean something to hunters. <laughs> he did love coming back in like free clothes. He was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, looked like Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> so we see the Dabakato promo, and then we cut to the dressing room uh, where there is uh, our boys Idris and Malik, uh, Eddie Thorpe, Dante Chen, and Axiom. No! They're all a bit worried about Dabakato. Um, He's the biggest mountain in NXT. But Axiom, he likes climbing mountains because the view from the top is breathtaking. <laughs> well, unless he stops you from breathing <laughs> first. <laughs> is he going to stand on Dabakato's head and say, oh, this looks, this building looks nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sean needs to go to these highlights. You've gone too literal again, lads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is wordplay for the sake of it. Who would do that in content? It's stupid. It's proper on the trick. It's proper like, nice try, big man, but I don't sleep in <laughs> yeah. it. Well, I like climbing mountains, actually, so shut up. <laughs> don't know what kind of tosser would just talk empty, nonsensical wordplay for the sake of it. <laughs> You'd have to be the biggest c*** on the face, <laughs> on the face of the f***ing planet to do that. Yeah, take that axiom. <laughs> Wesley storms to the ring. Uh, Tyler Bietz watching from the trainer's room. A little <sighs> wink and a nod to the trainer as he brings him some ice. Mm. Um, <laughs> he's pissed off. He calls out Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy's up on the Eagle's Nest platform thing with Ava. No surname. She's the rock's daughter. Slash the tooth fairy. <laughs> um, I've never been dishonest about what I want, said Gacy. Uh, I want that North American championship. Um and Ava said something like, you're becoming closer and closer to being the North American Championship, which I didn't really understand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that going to mean when Joe Gacy beats you? Uh, let's have a match at Battleground. Uh, uh, Bate comes out angry. He says, I've had it with this high school name calling rubbish. Uh, maybe still bitter from losing at Stand and Deliver. You got Maybe I heard a receipt coming. Um and Lee's like, well, sounds like you're going to have it. Oh, yeah, I want to match with you as well. And uh, Wesley's like, Ooh, sounds like you're going to have a busy night. Joe Gacy competing twice. And Tyler Bates says, oh, no, sorry. Um, I forgot to mention. I know we're mates, but I want a piece of that North American championship as well. Uh, Gacy tries to get involved. Lee tells him to shut up. Um, and uh, Lee's like, why didn't you tell me this before? Tyler Bates is like, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, do we need to be having this conversation out in front of everyone? I'm telling you now. Yeah. Um, Spirit of Com- Can I have a title shot? <laughs> yes. Why didn't you ask someone 15 minutes earlier? In the, it's in the spirit of competition. Uh, we'll never let this title get in the way of our friendship. And uh, Gacy's like, oh, who's it going to be then? Me or him? And Wesley's like, I'll take you both on in a triple threat. I can't believe you've done this as he walks past. <laughs> as he walks past Mr. Open Challenge as well. Yeah. Mr. A- open Challenge. Mr. I'll, I'll fight 10 people, didn't he say, that time? Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, it's fatal fight. That's like nuts. <laughs> Tyler, what are you looking at for several minutes? Nothing. Rubbish. Idiot. Absolutely crap. 
the idea that these two need a wedge between them, oh, the yeah. psychological prowess of Joe Gacy is rubbish. Next week I meditate alone. <laughs> <laughs> Which surely is the point of meditating. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Self-discovery and all that. Uh, Roxanne Perez is... Actually, uh, I don't know. You can, no, I've never done it. She's looking at her journey board, and then she's looking at a new one she's going to make and thinking, what's next? Uh, Who's this? Roxanne Perez. Okay. Um, before we get to the main event with her versus Jace... Sorry, it wasn't the main event. I've got ahead of myself. I just thought it was. How many notes have you written down? <laughs> well, first, we've got Raw's newest star back yeah. on NXT, Van Wagner. Uh He's getting oh, the the world girl from last week's walking through apologising, saying it's really out of order that that lad said something to you. Uh, Big body Javi, I think it is, is annoying Robert Stone. Um, so Von Wagner just grabs him by the throat and like holds him up against the wall. So I'll sort you out in the ring if you want. Uh, and Robert Stone says, "Von, well, you just stood up for me." Uh, and Von's like, "Oh, well, you believe in me?" And Robert Stone says, "I, I knew there was a superstar inside you, but." I- are you ready to talk about the baby picture? <laughs> at this point, if Ron says nice try and walks off. At this point, if you're Von Wagner, you'd be like, you're fucking obsessed. Can you just leave it? It's been six months. Like, Robert Stone's carrying it around. Oh, God. But this is working. It's working. Von Wagner, the gentle giant, is working. Wait, gentle? I hit him really hard. <laughs> we were not watching. But it's great. Yeah. He's just gonna. He, I, I, it's gonna be more ways he's gonna try and trick him. Okay, we'll do like a raw shark test. You say whatever comes into your mind. What's this picture remind you of? I don't know. Butterfly. What's this one remind you of? Something else. What's this? Oh, it's the picture of the baby. Why can't do a raw shark test? Ink. 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 Ink arranged in a random pattern, from which I'm. I think meant to um, infer something, which will indicate my psychological state to you. Mr. Stone, Bonnie, you got to look deeper at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Robert Stone talks, it is. Yeah. <laughs> he loves my Robert Stone. Next, another splash of ink. <laughs> <laughs> look at it more deeply, Vaughn. What is it re- What is it really? A splash of ink. No, Vaughn, you're not understanding what I'm trying to do with this exercise. What do you see with your heart? I get it now. A splash of ink on a piece of card. <laughs> God damn it, Vaughn. That's lunch. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's still ink on a piece of paper. (laughs) Uh, Right, Roxanne Perez versus (laughs) JC Jane. To see who faces Tiffany Stratton in the semifinals. Jane works her over. Uh, Perez fights back, drop kick to the floor, suicide dive. Pump kick, Russian leg sweep, that gets a two count for Roxanne. She looks good in there. Jane super kicks her, though. Discus forearm, she gets a near fall. Um, Perez kicks her in the ribs, hits Pop Rocks, one, two, three, and then she has the face off with Timon Stratton, uh, whilst Gigi Dolene attacks JC Jane in the ring, and they brawl, and the officials have to separate them again. <clears throat> Didn't hate this. And in fact, there was like a really nicely worked sequence that um, <laughs> JC Jane counted very nicely a Pop Rocks, and I thought, you know what, this isn't bad, this. These two are a bit of a cut of above. I'm, but I'm slowly getting into this. And then, oh my God, JC Chain's acting. <laughs> <laughs> she she um, gets a two-point kick out. 2.9 kick out on a signature. 
It's NXT, I've seen that's not my first rodeo with this particular thing that they like to do. It's not a rodeo, it's <laughs> a wrestling show. Shut up, wait, burning time here. So she does a signature move and she gets two. She looks at the referee and like claws at his t shirt with like the two hanging up stairs <laughs> like that as if she's just suffered the most devastating loss. Like a real tragic, like family loss, and she just can't comprehend what's happened, and she's probably in a state of shock. And then, <laughs> and then, she like looks <laughs> away from the referee into the distance with a look that, like, it's dark and it's if to convey, I know what I have to do now. And then she does her hands, <laughs> and I'm thinking, Jesus Christ, you've gone from take it out of context of a wrestling match. And like take cut her out and put on a green screen. It could just as easily you could project onto the green screen a picture of like a doctor's office and you've just been dealt the worst news in your entire life. And then you've realized in that moment the police can't help me. It's vigilante justice for me, and then she's going to plot to kill someone. Those are the <laughs> facial expressions she is wearing. It is ridiculous. I'm going to show you this when we get downstairs on YouTube again. It's preposterous. I agree with every word Cedric says. It was JC Jane's best ever singles match. Uh, and this was when the final uh, Dijak Ilya, I'm still standing. Uh, think still standing? <laughs> Out comes the world champion and trick to again call out Bron Breaker. Um, Bron arrives, comes out, but he's got security with him. Uh, he says, they're not out there for, for me to protect me. Because last time, if you remember, I speared you through a wall. They're out there to protect you. Uh, and Trick says, well, you're the only need person who needs protection is you. Bron was like, I beat you last week. I was like, good point. <laughs> Mello says, oh, it's big talk for a guy behind a wall of security. Uh, some people say if Bron's changed for the better... Um, but I say you've got no one to blame but yourself. You thought you were untouchable, then you got touched. In an NXT battleground, you're not taking the title back. Bron says, we fight for very different reasons. You want to retain the title? That's fine. That doesn't interest me. I just want to destroy you in your home city so your friends and family leave crying because their hero couldn't get the job done. Mello's family's crying again. Um... Mello says Bron does it with much conviction and belief, but there's a reason why they're in the does uh, does it so much with conviction and belief, but there's a reason why they're both in the main event. No one else is cut like them. Um, beating you will help build the dynasty that I'm going to build over your body. Uh, Bron talks about dynasties ending in Boston. Uh, trashes their sports teams. Um, he's going to put an end before it even this dynasty even begins. Mello decides bollocks to that. He dives over the ropes onto the security. Uh, who hold Trick back. Mello gets caught with the clothesline because Bron comes in. Bron goes to the gorilla press, but Mello slips out and hoys him in the cock and nails. then nails him with the title, and they're both down selling as the show goes off the air. It's a weird ending, this. I hate this so much. I thought it was very poorly performed. Mello obviously is a bit better on the mic. Their continued insistence on telling me, never showing me ever, telling me over and over again, you know, me and you are a cut above, it's all about me and you. This it's like I don't believe a fucking word you're saying at all. Stop telling me everything and show me at least something because I'm so bored of this. I cannot tell you how bored I am of this. Some of the physical set pieces are spectacular, mm. but my god, I can watch that on a GIF. 
I don't need episodic TV. And when I do watch it, I'm aware that what they are selling me stinks. Word soup that ended with a baby face hitting a low blow. Just useless. Yeah, follow me, I'm Sedgwick. I'm at Michael Hamlet. I'm at Adam Wilborn. We're all at What Culture WWE. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcast, the AW Dynamite review is available right now. Uh, but for now, this has been the NXT review. My thanks to the Dadly Boys to Stacks. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.